It was a busy day on USMNT Twitter and in various U.S. men's national team and U.S. soccer circles yesterday because the independent investigation into former U.S. men's national team head coach Greg Berhalter was released on Monday. On today's show, we're going to be walking through the key findings of the investigation and talking about what's next for key figures involved. My name is Joe Lowry, and welcome to the Backheeled Show, where we get you in and out in just 10 minutes or less. Because here at Backheeled, we believe that just because soccer games are 90 minutes long doesn't mean that soccer podcasts have to be. So let's get to it and talk soccer. Okay, so the place to start here before we get to what the investigation actually found is with this question. Why was there an investigation in the first place? The answer to this one is simple, if not pretty. U.S. Soccer opened an investigation after learning about an incident involving then-head coach Greg Berhalter and his now-wife Rosalind Berhalter back when they were dating at the University of North Carolina in 1992. According to a statement issued by the Berhalters, Greg kicked Rosalind during an argument outside of a bar at UNC. As a result of that info coming to light last year after the World Cup, via Gio Reyna's mother, Danielle Reyna, U.S. Soccer opened this investigation. All right, so with that background out of the way, what did the investigation actually find? Well, the 40-page document confirmed details of an incident in 1992. They essentially found what Greg and Rosalind Berhalter already stated to the public. Greg Berhalter, who was 18 at the time, was apparently jealous about something involving Rosalind at the nightclub where they both were. They were both inebriated, and they started arguing inside the club. As the argument escalated, they went outside together and were screaming at each other. That's straight from the investigation report. Rosalind hit him in the face, and he pushed her down and kicked her in the leg twice. There was no police report filed. Rosalind Berhalter said she did not seek medical attention because, quote, she was not injured, unquote. Greg Berhalter told the investigators that he self-reported this incident to his academic counselor, sought counseling himself, and started doing community service at a woman's teenage correctional facility. Ultimately, regarding Berhalter, the investigation concluded that the incident was unlawful, but they also concluded that the event occurred 26 years before he was hired by U.S. Soccer and said they are unaware of any evidence that suggests Berhalter has since engaged in any violent or unlawful or legally improper behavior since that 1992 incident. The investigation reads, quote, In light of these facts, there is no basis to conclude that the employment of Mr. Berhalter in 2023 presents a risk of civil liability for U.S. soccer or any other organization. So that is one piece of this involving the Berhalters. Again, to highlight this and to be extremely careful with highlighting this, this is awful and traumatic and sad stuff, especially for Rosalind Berhalter and her family and her children. And just because the investigation found that there was no issue with civil liability involving Greg Berhalter doesn't make any of that stuff right. So that's one piece of all of this. The primary reason, though, to continue this thread and to pull on it a little bit further, the primary reason that all of this information ever even entered the public eye in the first place is that Danielle Reyna, wife of former U.S. men's national team captain Claudio Reyna and mother of current player Gio Reyna, it's because she told now former U.S. soccer sporting director Ernie Stewart about Greg Berhalter's past domestic violence incident because she was frustrated by comments that he made about her son after the team's elimination from the 2022 World Cup. 
Those comments specifically were from Greg Berhalter at a leadership conference where he discussed how a player who turned out to be Gio Reyna was nearly sent home from the World Cup after showing a concerning lack of effort in training before the tournament. So the Reynas are the other big piece of all this, which leads us to this question. What did this investigation have to say about them? The answer is a lot of bad and twisted and messed up things and things that contradicted statements that Claudio and Danielle gave to the public. Investigators found that Claudio, who refused to be interviewed in this process, by the way, had a pattern of periodic outreach to U.S. soccer, quote, to convey certain complaints and comments about U.S. soccer's treatment of his children, including primarily his son, unquote. That pattern was present at and before the 2022 World Cup. Claudio was called a bully and mean-spirited by a U.S. soccer employee who was interviewed as a part of this investigation, and stories came out about him trying to overturn red cards for Gio in youth soccer games and about him complaining about female referees. I mean, some of this stuff is absurd and childish and, again, ridiculous and wrong. At the World Cup specifically, which is really when all this started to come to a head, the investigation revealed that after Gio Reyna didn't play against Wales in the USMNT's tournament opener, both Claudio and Danielle, quote, made a vague comment to U.S. soccer officials suggesting they knew damaging information about Mr. Berhalter that U.S. soccer did not know, unquote. Claudio Reyna texted then U.S. Soccer Sporting Director Ernie Stewart that night of the Wales game, quote, what a complete and utter joke. Our family is disgusted, in case you are wondering, disgusted at how a coach is allowed to never be challenged and do whatever he wants. This text, which was then sent to USMNT GM Brian McBride, said, quote, our entire family is disgusted, angry, and done with you guys. Don't expect nice comments from anyone in our family about U.S. soccer. I'm being transparent to you, not like the political clown show of the Federation, unquote. McBride then met with the Reynas one day before the next World Cup game to discuss Gio Reyna's lack of playing time. Now, McBride told investigators that a meeting like that doesn't usually happen with parents, but that he did it as a courtesy to Claudio given their past friendship and history as former teammates with the national team. McBride told investigators in that meeting that Claudio told him, quote, you guys don't even know what we know about Greg. Danielle made some similar threats to people. She also lied to investigators in this process before eventually stating on the record that she called GM Ernie Stewart and told him about Berhalter's altercation way back in 1992. There's a bunch of other petty and absurd stuff in here from the Reynas, who up to this point had been very close friends with the Berhalters. In terms of actionable steps, the investigation concluded that neither Claudio nor Danielle violated any U.S. soccer policies, but U.S. soccer themselves said on Monday that it would, quote, revisit its policies concerning appropriate parental conduct and communications with staff at the national team level. The statement continued, we will be updating those policies as we continue to work to ensure safe environments for all participants in our game. All right, so what happens next in all of this? Well, a lot of the dominoes have already fallen. Claudio Reyna is no longer sporting director of Austin FC and MLS. That happened back in January. He transitioned into a technical advisor role, which feels to me, and there's no inside reporting here from me on this, it feels to me like a way to still collect a check without being in the public eye. Claudio Reyna got what he wanted. He certainly got back at Greg Berhalter, but it cost him his job and his reputation in this space. Brian McBride isn't returning as GM for the U.S. men's national team, and Ernie Stewart won't be back as sporting director for U.S. soccer, but both of those things were already known before the investigation released its findings. U.S. soccer said on Monday that interviews are being conducted for the sporting director position. That hire will then lead the USMNT coaching search. 
Greg Berhalter is still, according to U.S. Soccer, a U.S. M&T managerial candidate. After all of this, it does feel unlikely to me that he'll be hired for another stint, but it's not impossible after this investigation. Phew. Okay, all of this is messy, and again, it's sad, and so, so much of it is wrong. Here's to hoping that this is the last time we'll have to dig through all of these details. That's it for this episode of The Backheeled Show. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to scroll up or down here on the Backheeled Show feed or go check out backheeled.com for more American soccer coverage. We'll talk to you soon. 